Good morning. My name is Chris McDaniel. Welcome to our daily podcast. I'm going to read a passage from Joshua 1 and then pray and spend just a little bit of time together here at the beginning of our Monday. Joshua 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, My servant Moses is dead. Now proceed to cross the Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the Israelites. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, as I promised to Moses, from the wilderness and the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of the Hittites, to the great sea in the west shall be your territory. No one shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall put this people in possession of the land that I swore to their ancestors to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous and being careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left so that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate upon it day and night, so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and you shall be successful. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray, and then let's jump in. God, we ask you to help us to see a truth in the story of Joshua. Pray that we would be able to pull something from it today as we think about our own lives and specifically as we think about seasons of change. In Jesus' name, amen. So as I alluded to it in, in my short prayer there, I, I think this moment in Joshua's life, frankly, in the Israelites' life, is really instructive uh, because this was a major moment of transition for the Jews. They had left Egyptian bondage. Moses had led them out into a wild place. Uh, but the, the point wasn't just to get out of Egypt. The, the hope for the Israelites was to find home. And I think that's probably true in all of our lives. Uh, we, we do want to leave places of stuckness or bondage, analogous of Egypt, but we really hope for home. And when you think about the Israelites, uh, leaving Egypt was just the first part of the, of the journey. Uh, then they wander for a long, long time. And you may feel like that. You may feel like, gosh, I, I'm wandering. I'm, I'm hoping for home, but I haven't found it yet. Well, that's exactly where the Israelites are. And I think that this moment where they're right on the threshold of promise actually contains within it a couple of lessons that might be really helpful for you when you find yourself in uh, threshold spaces, places where change seems like it's happening, but you don't quite know what to make of it. So the first step, I think, as we face transition, if we're going to learn something from Joshua, is to uh, acknowledge and honor what has been, to, to look back. Um, in this case, uh, the Lord, I think, invites Joshua and the Jews to look back and honor Moses, who has just died. Moses represents the way things have been. And uh, as classically is the case with Moses, the way things have been for the Jews has not been bad. Uh, Moses has actually done wonderful things for them as a deliverer, but it was time for change. And as you look at your life, you may realize, you know, what got me to this point of transition, wherever it is that you are, uh, to be able to say that what happened in the past was not bad. 
uh, but something has shifted. That's exactly what's going on here in the heart of the Jews. They look back at Moses. They don't denigrate him. They don't denigrate the past. They actually honor the past. And I just have to say, I, I think there's an invitation here for us. We tend to be so forward thinking as a society that we sometimes fail to stop and remember and honor the past, even the complexity of the past. And I love the fact that here I think is uh, the Lord speaks about his servant Moses, that there's an invitation to uh, honor the powerful redemptive work that happens, um, that had happened in the past, even as they hope for and look for a new change. So the second thing we see is after honoring the past, only then are we able to step out into what might happen next. So Joshua, in the forward movement that God calls him to engage, represents the kind of forward-thinking, forward-moving progress of the spiritual life. Joshua needed to honor the past so that he could lead the people into what they did not know. And do you see the flow there? For you to grow, you've got to honor what you know so that you can step out into what you don't know. See, Joshua was going to lead the Israelites into uncharted territory. They'd quite literally never been that way before. And maybe that's where you are. There, there are some places in, in me and in Karen where we're sensing that the Lord is calling us to step out into some things that we don't know. So we look back and say, God, what have you done? So that we can then say, okay, Lord, now that you're orienting us and where we have been, we're going to be able to step out into what we have not seen See, Moses was known and loved. He represented a, an easy-to-follow leader. Joshua, there was so much unknown in front of him. He was not as sure a bet. And maybe that's where you are right now. Maybe you're sensing the, the winds of change blowing around you. Maybe this time of COVID has created a little respite for you to think about your life in new ways, the way you want to spend yourself, the work uh, that you do, the interest, the passion, the way you want to spend yourself with friends or family. Uh, sometimes having a sense that change is coming is a real invitation from God to look at our lives and say, Lord, are we going to be the kinds of people who move forward even if we don't exactly know how it's all going to turn out? So I just want to ask you this question. Where might God be inviting you to see something good uh, that has been uh, come to an end so that you could look out at what great thing might exist in your future? Where might he be inviting you to step into something new, something uncharted, something that would actually lead you to an increased sense of home? And remember, in order for the Jews to go home, to find their promised land, they had to actually step out into some uncharted territory. And I don't think uh, we can get away with not taking those same kinds of risks. For you to really be safe and secure, I think it means that you're going to have to face some uncertainty. And yet the past should always be in dialogue with the future. One of the things I love about this passage is that while God was telling Joshua to step out into uncharted territory, he at the same time reminded Joshua that he would give him the land that he had already promised, promised to Moses. So he says, look back, what has God said? And I'm going to inform what I've said in the past as you step into the future. Beware if God, you believe God is calling you to quit your accounting job to become a professional basketball player. Your future innovation should always be in some form of dialogue with your natural gifts, your God-given gifts, frankly, the things he's done in your life in the past. Be careful if you think the Lord's calling you to divorce a current spouse because you're fed up with him during the COVID-19 crisis so that you could find a better one. Nope, that is not the way the Lord works. Our future should always be in a kind of dialogue with what God has said and done in the past. 
there's a sense if you look at the Jews of trajectory here, uh, continuity. He's leading them into uncharted territory, but he's doing it in a way that is consistent with who he is and how he's spoken, the kind of long arc of their life. And I think that's true for each and every one of us. So I would just ask you this question. Where, where do you feel like your story is headed? Where's God leading you? And that might not be exactly like it was in the past, but I'm guessing that he's going to use some of the same personality traits, some of the same gifting, some of the same sense of general direction to inform new innovations. Finally, I want to leave you with this. The Lord, I think, probably said to Joshua, you know, several times in this passage, certainly many times in the book of Joshua, as you step out, I want you to be courageous and I want you to maintain your devotion to me. And this is really important for us because when you step out into uncharted territory, you will inevitably experience more stress. And so the Lord says, be brave and be devoted. See, the truth is when I'm innovating, I can't just live on the fume of the past. I've got to be nurturing a present time reality with God. That's how courage is cultivated. Uh, it's through devotion. And so I would say to you, as you look at the past and you imagine the future, maintaining a connection to God will actually foster bravery. It'll give you the courage to actually take some risks, make some steps, uh, keeping the word of God in our hearts and on our lips. It anchors us. It actually orients us so that we can range out and be bold and be brave. So think about your life. Think about seasons of change and maybe sit here for a few moments at the beginning of this day asking the Lord uh, for some courage and clarity. God bless you. Go in peace. We'll see you when we see you. Amen.